0: Welcome to the MLB Daily Podcast, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFiora. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Carriman. We are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they are. Brandon, how you doing?
2: LJ, doing good. Uh, very excited to talk about my Yankees once again as they just continue to uh be on this incredible hot streak uh but yeah lj uh i think it's about time we get into the show huh
0: speaking of time brandon do you ever wonder what time it is
2: sometimes you know i do i i really do
0: as as you should back when i was at college i had a very important meeting with a professor about my final paper this would have been a great thing if i hadn't shown up 15 minutes late She was very forgiving, but there couldn't be a next time, and there won't be once I get myself a watch from La Terrain. With promo code MLB Daily, you can get already affordable and fashionable watches 10% off. I know the Compass has been calling my name. Brandon, have you seen anything that you like?
2: Yeah, LJ, you know, after further inspection on the La Terrain website, you know, I have to agree with you. I really do think the Compass is the best watch that they sell. However, there's so many different uh, watches on there. That find one you like. Use code MLB Daily at checkout.
0: Yeah, you talk about the watches. You talk about watches such as the Compass or even the Legacy Two, which is now starting to look a little on my style with the uh very simplistic design but we're talking watches we're not even talking about their bags watch bands bracelets and sunglasses they have here all that's in addition to their gift cards which you can get for any family member for the holidays or birthdays or whenever the occasion may arise so use code MLB daily at checkout uh, at laTerrain.com l-a-t-o-u R-A-I-N-E dot com.
2: LJ, the New York Yankees and the Atlanta Braves faced off tonight. Both teams entered the game on nine game winning streaks. Uh, not very often you see that, huh?
0: No, it's not. Honestly, going into this, this is one of, as far as non-Red Sox series go, this is one of the ones I was more excited for certainly since that whole raise stretch where they went through the gauntlet and unfortunately lost glass. Now in the middle, it was kind of a letdown for that whole stretch of games. But since then, certainly, I think this might be the most interesting and exciting matchup of the uh, season, just because not only are these two teams that are battling for the playoffs, but they're two of the two of, if not the hottest teams in baseball right now, so it's really cool to see them go go against each other.
2: Yeah, and especially when you consider that the Yankees were facing Huascar Ynoa, who in his first start back was very good and. You know, we saw how good he was in May. LJ, I was scared for the Yankees going into this one. We had Jordan Montgomery on the bump. You never know how this Braves offense is going to be. And uh, this was just a game that the Yankees were able to really grind out. And I'm really happy that they were able to come away with a win. Giancarlo Stanton ends up hitting a home run and a double. Also, Gary Sanchez. uh had a nice game going one for four with two RBIs. Stanton ended with three RBIs. And the Yankees win five to one. Jordan Montgomery, five innings, one earned run. Uh, Jonathan Loisega, two innings, four strikeouts. Gets his 17th hold on the year. It's just absolutely been outstanding for us. Where Chapman comes in, shuts it down in the ninth inning uh yeah for only a two game series that we have with the Braves really excited to just take one game but now we are 19 games over 500 and ever so getting closer just very very close to the Rays now uh creeping up there creeping up there what I, LJ I would love to not have to play in the wild card game as we're only four games out now. The Rays, however, they just never slow down. They've won seven of their last 10. It seems like they've always won seven of their last 10.
0: They slow down. Here's the thing. They slow down. And they slow down to the point where consistently good teams can catch them. But that is only for just a long enough stretch where you get some form of security and then they go and they win, like, 15 straight.
2: Let's not forget when they swept, when they were, like, pretty cold, then all of a sudden they sweep you guys, and by you guys I mean the Boston Red Sox, in Tropicana over those three games. I'm sure you remember that series just a few weeks ago.
1: Yep.
0: No, 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 I do. And, I mean, again, look, there have been, I think we can probably point out, including that huge winning streak they had earlier in the year, there have been like three or four points in this year where the Tampa Bay Rays have looked unbeatable and then they quietly fade away for like a month or three weeks. And then all of a sudden they rear their ugly heads again. And you know that if the Yankees are going to get into this playoff race, that's how they're going to do it is with catching the Rays at just the right time. Like realistically, Brandon, I I, a hundred percent understand your optimism, with four games, but with the Rays, four games is a lot more than it is with a lot of teams because I guarantee you you could even get right. with, you can you could get within a, a game and still be playing very good baseball, but then all of a sudden you're you're going to find yourself four games back again.
2: I agree. No. I
0: So, you know, they're just they're just a very tough team because you never know when they're going to just suddenly turn it on and I have a feeling that's got to be coming soon. Again,
2: well, LJ, uh, at um, least from the AL act, wild card.
0: Actually, can we hop uh, yeah. over into the Atlanta side again?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I,
0: I really hate this. If I, or at least if I was a player, I would hate this because you never, I guess, want to. I guess the best word to say is like let little brother down. In these situations, I absolutely think I would hate it if I were a position player having a young guy like Huascar Yanoa on the mound and give him such (laughs) negative reinforcement like they did here. I mean, anytime that you have a quality – a young guy like Yanoa gets a quality start and is easily the one that lost the game because, I mean, if you took took away the other two runs, they're still not winning this game. So it was – the loss was squarely on his shoulders. And I would absolutely hate that if I were a player to know that our good young pitcher at least gets that sour taste in his mouth. Because, you know, it's never, no even if it's not necessarily a huge confidence breaker, it's never good for confidence.
2: No, and it's probably very frustrating as a pitcher to pitch as good as he did tonight. And yeah, you know, he did kind of get rocked a few times but six innings only allows four hits and one walk three earned runs the one home run to Stanton, but nine strikeouts uh the season era still sits at 2.89 but he's only four and three on the year so you know it's it's probably really frustrating as a pitcher but you also have to remember that your offense isn't going to give you good run support every single time i mean We've seen Jacob Degrom have. I knew he was coming up. Seasons upon seasons upon seasons of bad run support uh, from his team. Same with Felix Hernandez. I mean, that's just it. Just happens. So, uh, I I really feel for those pitchers because I I don't know what I would do.
0: Am I here? Am I seeing this correctly on the Atlanta schedule? They have Wednesday and Thursday off. Do they? they do and i mean they're going they're going west so like or no they're not going west they have san francisco before they go to la if they're doing that whole san francisco la bebop thing that they made the mets do earlier this year i'm going to possibly i've
2: never seen has a team had two days off in a row the entire year oh, well yeah i guess a rain out like probably yeah but
0: like scheduled ones i don't think so i have to check their official Let me check their official schedule because that will be a little more reliable than fan graphs, I'd have to think. But I do trust them. Yeah, they have the 25th and 26th off before historically black colleges and university night against the Giants on the 27th. They have a three-game series against the Giants before they go over to L.A. to face the Dodgers. Then they go to the Rockies before coming back home. Back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. So, reasonably, they, they are playing three, um, six, ten games. So, they, they're playing ten games straight after this. But how many times have we seen other teams play much longer stretches without a day off and they're getting two days off? Just seems a bit much
2: yeah like where uh, does
0: the schedule where's the scheduling interference come uh
2: i i would love to know LJ. i would I, I would really love to know uh but just that that's just another thing we can add to our mlb schedule fiasco right. all right uh we only have a few more things to talk about on this show because we realized that uh the MLB Daily Hall of Fame segment we have just kind of been putting off for quite a while, and essentially, uh, LJ, would you like to explain what it is, or shall we? Shall we just wait till we get to there?
0: Uh, let's wait. That's going to we... be
2: a big part of the show.
0: It's going to be like the entire show. I think. I think the next couple minutes are probably, or yeah, the next couple minutes are only going to last a few minutes. Um, the next two things we have to talk about will only last maybe five minutes, so. Uh, odds are we'll be moving on to it pretty quick as long as I stop talking about it. Uh, Brandon, the mayor, the mayor of Ding Dong City is back. Did you see the homer? The I big saw missiles?
2: he had a walk-off grand slam.
0: Piss missile.
1: Uh. Oh,
2: LJ, I saw, I, I guess I never realized that the mayor of Jingdong City is actually on his, his baseball reference page as his nickname. Like, it's a...
0: It's his name, yeah.
2: Yeah, but, like, how does, how did he get that nickname?
0: You know, it's funny. I don't remember.
2: Was it on the Red Sox one of his first two years in the league? You
0: know, I mean, Brandon, you can certainly understand this because you're um, the same age as me. Some of those details get a little fuzzy when I was that age, so I don't remember when that was. Let me look 2015
2: 2016 was his debut.
0: I remember calling him that for years, so I don't remember if it was either immediate, it was either immediately before. It was either immediately after he got moved to Milwaukee or, oh, it was Jared Kravis. Yep. Got it. It's a stoolie name.
2: Well, is it as good as Pencils Robinson?
0: Pencils Robinson. Oh.
2: LJ, I got one for you. What about Three Finger Brown? (laughs) You ever heard of him before? I thought this was a family show it's that guy's in the hall of fame lj look up mordecai brown on on your baseball reference okay and well then, you look and up brown
0: i don't think you're willing to do that are you
2: look up mordecai brown and then find his nicknames and it is three finger He was a great pitcher. He's in the Hall of Fame. He won two World Series, 2.06 ERA over 3,000 innings, LJ.
0: 3,000.
2: He was a dead ball era pitcher. He was throwing spitters. Uh, He would probably cut up the ball with a switchblade or something. It was probably like green by the end of the time. You couldn't see it. Uh, Wait a minute,
0: wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're making this whole deal about Three Finger but you're going to omit the fact that his middle name is Centennial?
2: Mordecai Peter Centennial Three Finger Brown.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't put the Three Finger anywhere. There's a million more places that it could have gone.
2: Or the Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, LJ, it actually reminds me of something from back in high school. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about now. I don't. It happened that some kid was the captain of the basketball team. And when I was doing a public address announcing, remember when we were saying, because they wanted me to say he was the captain. <laughs> when I was doing the starting lineup. <laughs> you remember what I'm talking about yeah. now? Oh, great times back when I was the public address announcer for the high school basketball and baseball games.
0: All right, I can't... All right, granted, I don't think there's a place that could be possible... I thought there couldn't be a place that was possibly worse to put Three Finger than right before Brown, but...
2: Well, no, that's... Yeah, but that's what they called them, was Three Finger Brown. Oh, I know,
0: I know, but, like, realistically, if you're doing a full name, nicknames effectively or at least often count as either the first name or a middle name.
2: So, so you, you any- want me to call him...
0: You can put it anywhere. I just <laughs> wait, don't know sure
2: how finger Peter. Yeah. By your logic, you want me to call him Three Finger <laughs> Peter Centennial Brown.
0: I mean, it's slightly better, but Three Finger Peter just still does not...
2: That's what right. I'm saying. Three Finger Peter just is... I don't know, that's not doing it for me. And-
0: And Three Finger Centennial sounds like the name of a uh, 90s punk rock album.
2: Mordecai, Peter, Three Finger Centennial Brown. (laughs) Oh, got to love dead ball era baseball players with their just crazy names back then.
0: Crazy times. It really was.
2: But LJ, do we have a... Little League World Series update because I know yeah, I was we, talking about it. We gotta get back to kid. Gavin
0: Weir. Um, this dude is an absolute menace everywhere he possibly can be on the baseball diamond. Brandon, I text you today. You missed another classic from him. Tied, tied zero zero Yes, tied zero zero in the bottom of the fifth. So, of course, they go six innings in Major League or not Major League, Little League. World Series baseball. So it was like, it was starting to get into dangerous territory because when you're in the middle of this tournament, it's it's not that easy to just find pitchers. Like you can't find pitching with the days of rest. So you want to avoid extra innings when you can. And boy, did Gavin Weir do that today. Runners on first and second. Brandon, he unloads. A pulled ball out of Lomady and out into, was it Lomedy? Yes, it was Lomady. Out over the shrubs, into the audience that was screaming and cheering for him. Everyone, all eyes were on the plate for his at-bat. And he put that game well out of reach. They win 3-0 after those RBIs that he brought in. It, 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 was, it was crushed.
2: You know, I was talking about that kid yesterday because he's a fantastic pitcher, and then we went on to have the conversation about how these kids look up to Shohei Otani and how good of hitters and, and, and pitchers they are at, at a young age. This kid just went to show it. It, it, it just goes to show, uh, you know, that... Especially in Little League, you see so many kids who are, when you're the best player on the team, it is because you can hit and you can pitch and field.
0: Um, In other news, I'm trying to pull up the stats from one of the other games I watched. It won't. No, I don't want to sign into game changer. I watched the Texas game today. Um, with Ella Browning, the, the uh, catcher. Um, another great game from her. So much poise behind the plate. Um, really great to get to see her again. Was so, there any
2: more outlandish ESPN stats?
0: She did, she did. They did mention. No, there was no new ones. They just had to make sure they mentioned that she was the 20th girl again. Got it. I, I, just, I, I need to know when the counting ends. When does the counting begin and when does the counting end?
2: So no, because I have a question. Like, for example, if some, if like someone, uh, who is I don't know, a female becomes the vice president again, is she gonna be? Oh, she's the second female vice president. Like, no, it's just like she's the vice president.
0: No, 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 no. They're gonna do. They're gonna, knowing the media, they're gonna do their other favorite thing, which is start adding racial groups. To the end of the female, or to the beginning of the female, to differentiate, so she's the first somehow,
2: or the first, or the first international girl to play, like the first, because I don't think there's been any girls on international, no, not like, that
0: I can think of,
2: no, certainly not that, been, um, certainly no
0: not part. any that were like stars, like there was no Monet Davis, there was no Ella Brunning from,
2: Monet Davis was something else <laughs> i mean
0: Davis would have been where is that girl now
2: you know she i think
0: play college basketball
2: yeah she was a really good basketball player
0: monet davis where is monet davis now that is the first thing that comes up um according to sporting news she's let working to become a broadcaster back in 2014 davis then 13 pitched for the Delaney dragons of the Philadelphia and became a household name when an impressive 70 mile an hour fastball, she picked up a win on the mound against Nashville to f- become the first girl to earn a win in a little league world series game. And the first to pitch a shutout as her team won for Whereas, uh,
2: so it says that she softball. played softball at Hampton university, uh, and it said that she threw 70 miles an hour when she was 13
0: yeah she wants to have a future in broadcasting good for her um i just feel i felt bad for her after the fact of that of her whole year too because if you remember brandon all of that stuff came out that really was not in her control that kind of made the monet davis phenomenon end a lot quicker than anybody thought it would i mean yeah i mean she was still around she was still talked about i think she she's played in multiple um nba all-star game celebrity games i know for a fact yeah but like there was all that stuff because apparently she was technically from outside of town lines so she technically should not have been playing for the team that she was for that little league world series but and that was a kind of became a, you know, a huge blow up um, incident after the fact. But I mean, again, I don't I don't I don't know for cer- certain that she would have gone anywhere different without that. I don't think it was that big a deal, but I certainly remember feeling awful for her because you're 11 years old, 12 years old. Your parents are going to put you where they're going to put you. You're not telling them unless you're Kevin Durant, you're not going to be choosing where which uh territory, boundary lines you break or don't break to be able to play for the team you want with the best lineup.
2: Yeah. Kevin and Durant and definitely
0: did that at the time as a kid, though.
2: No, yeah. For sure. All right. Uh, shall we get on to the yeah. Hall the Hall of Fame segment?
0: Okay, so to, as a refresher, for those of you who have joined us since our last time doing this, first off, I can't believe we managed to go this long without doing one basically what we are going to do is we are creating our own hall of fame because we are unhappy with started of course because we were unhappy with the selections of the MLB or baseball hall of fame excuse me um and their selections in this last year so we decided to do we decided to make a little twist on it though and we are going to be selecting from it only in entirely active group of baseball players or organization members so anyone from the organization or including players coaches front office staff um any any of them are eligible based on entirely our own choosing there's really no other criteria except for that if i'm correct so we will be picking a representative from every single team throughout the year we've gone very far behind on that and starting in the playoffs, we will begin narrowing it down piece by piece until we get to one nominee for the year. Frankly, I, th- I think I think the uh, winner is probably going to get decided well before we get to the end of the year. But we will certainly have to wait and see. But Brandon, we've got we are roughly twelve weeks behind schedule on this, and so we're just going to do a bunch of it now
2: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere. Playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18
1: plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: I think the fairest way to do this, so it's not like we're boring the death out of people. Um, Although if I bored the death out of you, it would probably be a much better thing. You should probably be giving me a thank you. Um, Yeah, we don't want to bore people to death. So why don't we set it... A timer for 15 minutes and we will get through as many as we like or can comfortably within 15 minutes
1: sure.
0: and whatever we don't get to we'll go again in, next Monday and get through a bunch more all right I like that we ourselves catch caught up
2: so so well let's at least talk about the so sh- should I give the ones that we could get to today
0: uh yes
2: Okay, so we're starting off with the White Sox. After them, it will be Pittsburgh, and then the Dodgers are the third team, the Padres, the fourth team, if we get to four.
0: Okay. Ready and timer on. Brandon, I mean, we're certainly going to have some discussion about it and some other potential scenarios, because there's a couple guys that I think deserve this. Carlos Rodon's had an amazing year. Lance Lynn's had an amazing year. Lucas Gilito's story is altogether impressive. I think the two guys that really stand out to me in this process, it comes down to two. Give me either Eloy Jimenez for overall his incredible impact since he got up to the majors again after all of his injury stuff, to be able to come in and have such an immediate impact and be one of the next faces of the game, I think is awesome. But I think the one that I'm going to have a hard time reading against here, in addition to Keg, Krim, Keg Krimbrill, Yerman, the Vermin Mercedes.
2: Just because he's such a roller coaster.
0: He is such, he is like a, a soap opera all in, all in, all in one.
2: And, you know, it's it's really amazing when you look into his entire career. LJ, this is a guy who has fought his way through the minor leagues. I don't know if you've seen, when you talk about minor league stats, guys, he's been playing in rookie ball since 2011, LJ. He just made it to the majors for a few at-bats in 2020. And then to really uh, actually get playing time in 2021, I mean, and f- to have everything he's gone through is just he's I mean, it's an amazing story and it continues to be crazy. So, LJ, I, I agree with you with Eloy in second because uh, he's going to be he's he's going to be a stud, though. He can be our pick next year. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and also an update for Yerman Mercedes. I did just check. Um, nothing major new, certainly not since his posting the Japanese flag out of nowhere uh, fiasco the other day. Um, all we have is a picture from August 13th of him and his catching, catcher's gear for the White Sox that says, Tiempo al Tiempo. Stop watch emoji, hashtag Yerminator. Love it. Okay, so I think we're, we're going to be pretty set there. What do we got next?
2: The we pirates? have the Pirates.
0: The Pirates. Right oh, now.
2: boy. So, well, we have Keith Brian Hayes, who is not having a good year, LJ. Um, no, no bueno. Five home runs in 285 plate appearances. Yeah, yeah, This just
0: hasn't, again, has not been at all the year we expected out of him. Why do you think that is?
2: You know, he, he, he is only 24 years old. So.
0: so what you're telling me is in baseball superstar world, he's ancient.
2: It, he can be good at age 25 and have a good career. <laughs> He'll be saying, all right.
0: That- with that said, he's like, he's not even going to have a full year of service time, I don't think.
2: All right, well, LJ, the only other guy who's actually productive in this lineup is Brian Reynolds, who, when we talk about National League MVP guys, could easily make uh, the ballot, Uh, and yeah, he's really been the only productive hitter that's still on this team. I mean, they trade wait what how did michael chavis get on the pirates oh
0: you didn't know about that yeah they traded Uh, him at the deadline
2: i was i'm so confused
0: i would be very pro ice horse if you mentioned it however i will abstain from mentioning the ice horse out of fear of being called a homer
2: they also signed yoshi satsugo who's now played for three teams this year is he's played for the rays, Dodgers, and now Pirates. So he's played for all three extremes of a team. He's played for the small market good team, the big market really good team, and then the small market bad team. So
0: well, that means all he has left is like the Mets.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: He's
1: just like, like, get
0: that, the- that big market bad team locked in. Um a couple more guys to definitely mention here. First off can we eliminate one guy from the running? John Nagowski has no business ever getting near this Hall of Fame. After that, was
2: dude who like just started? He like tried running to- down
0: the first baseline to tag Javier Bias.
2: Yeah, <laughs> got
0: sent down a couple days later. Yeah, no,
2: no, no. It wasn't John Nagowski. Wasn't that uh Will? No, it was it was Will Crow and Adam Frazier.
0: It was John, it was
2: John Nagowski was, was the guy who started, who like picked a fight with somebody. Oh
0: shoot. <laughs> oh my gosh. We got it. I forgot about him. Oh my gosh. Nagowski is number 69.
2: Yeah. He's the guy who like picked a fight with someone because I, I, I forgive what exactly they, they did. Oh, I'll have oh, to it's look Marcus Stroman. Yeah.
0: It was him and Marcus Stroman started going uh, at, off on each other and he, like, actually had the, the smarts enough to just, like, actually just, like, keep very casually backing up while still talking shit.
2: Oh, no. So, uh, he, like, hit a line drive and it got caught. Yeah. And Strowman was like, yeah, like, right in front of him. And then they just, then he, they looked up and just started talking crap to him and they just started, uh, yeah, arguing. But
0: why do all their good, good players get sent down to AAA? Yeah. Um, also, who Hoy are we Park.
2: going with? <laughs> like, this is Hoy a Park. rough field. Hoy Park. Hoy Park. Is he on the roster still? He's
0: tri- he's, he got sent down to AAA. I, f- I feel genuinely bad for this guy.
2: Um. Chase. Okay. Schreiber. What do we think about Felipe Vasquez? Still technically on the restricted list no we're not with the wife beaters
0: i'm not sure we're with the wife beaters
2: yeah it makes sense
0: we're not with the wife beaters however i refuse based on the way that it gets abused can we agree we're not putting any like hard moral code into our hall of fame because like we can pick entirely based on what we want so as long as we keep unmentioned we can use it in some instances but not use it in others which i think is a much fairer system
2: yeah, no, I can agree with that. Uh, LJ, one other guy who I think is interesting. Uh, what about Jacob Stalins? No, I'm kidding. All uh, right, so I'm, I'm going exactly to
0: just overall that. summarize exactly what's going on here in case people have gotten incredibly confused. Brian
2: Reynolds. The news news. Guys.
0: Yeah, the, the answer here is Brian Reynolds. However... We shouldn't have to talk this long without finding an answer that we genuinely like about...
2: Oh, wait. I I have actually a potential. All
0: all we're trying to do here is find the most meaningful guy on this roster, and we struggle to find a genuinely meaningful guy. Okay, go ahead.
2: Uh, Henry Davis. We forgot about him. Oh, yeah. What do we think? No, because Brian Reynolds was an all-star starter.
0: Okay, Brian Reynolds. Um, How much
2: time do we have, dude?
0: Los Angeles, we have plenty of time for the Dodgers and Padres. Um, Dodgers.
2: Well, which MVP would you like to to choose from?
0: Yeah, honestly. As much as I said, we have time for it because, like, there's a clear set I don't know. Let's all right. Let's look go through. Of course, I think Bellinger with the atrocity that is this year probably should not be the choice. Agreed. Mookie Betts
2: probably should not be. The he choice.
0: had. He shouldn't be the choice. We've been all right. Then another another segment that we've been talking about for a while: the missing persons files. He is hundred percent the head. Him and Bellinger are the headlines for it. Because Mookie Betts has put up a statistically solid year this year, however, it feels like genuinely no one cares about him anymore.
2: Like, yeah, because it's like it's
0: like the quiet. It's the quietest like All Star season you're ever gonna see. No, I agree. Uh, so um, I think he should be eliminated. So where does that bring us to? That brings I think us Justin to,
2: Turner is a very big contender.
0: I think Max Muncie is also a contender
2: absolutely uh Chris I think Taylor, Albert Pujols is also a Albert Pujols was the first guy I thought of so uh whether well, you see I, the
0: first guy I thought of was uh Max Scherzer
2: we can't forget about Kershaw either
0: yeah I know that's that's the reason I don't want to go with Scherzer is because I was trying to pick between Kershaw and Scherzer and like is it really fair to pick between them
2: no, it's not fair but LJ I didn't realize Mookie Betts has a 144 OPS plus. I I mean he's like yeah. he's having a really good year. 3.7 WAR like that's
0: But he but he's doing it in such a way that no one cares and I'm not sure how he's doing it. Like this well, is how a baseball player's brand dies and I'd love to know how he's managed to make it happen.
2: So, we can agree here that, oh, how about Corey Seager? No, because he's probably out of town after this year.
0: I mean, oh, that's not even a good reason to do it, because this is a general MLB Daily Hall of Fame. However, I think we're looking at a lot of very strong candidates here, and overall his lack of games played, while while games played is not – a criteria for me, that is probably the way I would narrow this list down.
2: You know, LT that, that I
0: think probably also takes Scherzer out of the running, Scherzer and Kershaw out of the running as well.
2: I'm not gonna lie, even though on the game's played front, he's not really there, he's played 62. Albert Pujols, I mean but, uh, I'm completely gonna base this off of what he did with other teams than the Dodgers. That's that fine. You, Again, I repeat. If you look at his first ten years, and you and you look at Trout's first ten years. the, the you could argue that Pujols was on a greater t- trajectory than Trout was, and mm-hmm. I'll and I'll argue that to the grave. I mean, you can look at pretty much every stat, and it shows that <laughs> Pujols had a better first 10 years than then Trout has had.
0: Especially offensively.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah I mean well well, that's the thing like offensively yes of course uh, defensively Albert wasn't specifically known for that but he won two gold gloves and had plenty positive war seasons uh, with the Cardinals on defense it's just that Mike Trout plays a premium defensive position and is that good of a hitter is what makes him so valuable but uh yeah, I like pool Pujols a lot, but LJ, if you want to go with someone like Max Muncie or Justin Turner, I have no problem with it. Especially because I forgot Justin Turner was like in serious contention to hit for four hundred a couple of years ago. Like I don't know if you re- remember that, but late in the season, he was like, uh, hitting very very good.
0: Um, look, at the end of the day. You see, here's the other name I wanted to bring up. And just because of overall how great his season had been, at least his first half, does Danny Duffy deserve a look here?
2: Hasn't played at all with the Dodgers, though, right? Hasn't
0: played but with the Dodgers.
2: I'm but... not giving the Dodgers Hall of Fame to a guy who hasn't played for them.
0: Okay, but okay. Oh, okay. Um, no, I, I again, I was probably – I was still leaning on, a, on pool holes as well. Also a few shout-outs before I make a lock in pull holes, but shout out to Matt, the RBI man BD, as well as one of the guys we started this segment for, Bruce Arg Radderall, one of Brandon's favorite names in baseball.
2: One of my favorite players. Uh, you know, he has been I'm I'm glad that you brought him up. I wasn't gonna really talk about him because he has only pitched a like 18 innings this year.
0: He's been year. hurt. Which made me feel a lot better because, like, he pitched so well in 2020. And the whole reason that the Red Sox didn't want him was health concerns. And those were pretty well alleviated. You know,
2: LJ, this is probably – I'm going to argue that this has been his best year so far. His FIP, significantly down. Like, it went down a half point. He has been –
0: It's been 18 innings.
2: Yeah, I know, but he only pitched 23 innings last year, so – Okay.
1: Uh, Let big blue
2: star grader guy. It looks like he's barely throwing and he pumps 102. Uh, pretty crazy. All
0: right, so we're locking in Albert the machine pool holes,
2: La Machine, El Machine. La all right, machine.
0: Fernando Tatis Jr.,
2: yeah, because no, like, unless you want to <laughs> go AJ Preller for like no. making all the moves. And I'm like no, and Jay Cronenworth. Oh. As much as we both love him, we're not going to give it to him because the Rays traded him away, and we're never going to admit that the Rays lost a trade. Uh, so
0: well, actually, I wasn't even thinking of going with him. I don't think it's even close between him and Tatis. The only other guy that I would consider for the spot, I don't even know if he technically counts, Bartolo Colon. The entire reason the Padres have
2: Tatis
0: Tatis Jr.
2: Because he hit a home run off of James Shields. The White Sox said, we've had enough of James Shields. We're going to trade you to the White Sox for some bum prospect named Fernando Tatis Jr.
0: So I think those are the only two that I would actually entertain. But Tatis is like the choice.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's Tatis, and there's no question. Bartolo,
0: Bartolo will be next year. So we can have Tatis-themed Padres picks. back. Well, back.
2: especially when Tatis wins the actual MVP this year, then we can be like, well, it should have been Bartolo. It's just the 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 voters, you, you aren't allowed to vote on players that didn't actually play that year, but we all know.
0: Should we add an international slot?
2: Well, also, I was thinking, like, because Bartolo hit the home run, that's probably costing the White Sox like five or like not five, but a bunch of World Series in the future. Can you
0: imagine if Tatis is playing second base for this team right now?
2: Yeah, uh, it would be crazy because then Moncada would be like your guy off the bench and he's like a three-war player every year, which is crazy.
0: Why wouldn't Mankata be playing third?
2: because uh all right well then if you he's never punched, would have you,
0: you never would have had to trade for cesar hernandez
2: oh uh, yeah not that's true and then also you could have um so now you have andrew vaughn off the bench
0: or hear me out What do they have out there yeah you're currently platooning danny mendick and brian goodwin you could easily collapse that spot into Fernando Tatis Jr. in right field.
2: Oh, yeah. Create. No, I'm going to start team. an OOTP save with Fernando Tatis on the White Sox in 2016, and I'm going to see where it takes me.
0: Set him as a right fielder. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine if that was the White Sox outfield right now? Jimenez, Robert. or I'll just
2: add him to the White Sox in 2021 and see what
0: happens. Yes,
2: I'll do them both.
0: But no, I'm very interested in the idea of this um, international slot. I think we, I think we should add it. Bakho yeah. Bak Kang is flirting with 400 in the KBR right now.
2: Makho Kang. What's his war? Is, is there war for the KBO?
0: Hold on. Pulling it up.
2: KBO.
0: Five grade power. Um, 45 grade hit. Uh,
2: who no would you say Bak Ho Kang?
0: Yeah, no war.
2: Yeah, but LJ, I think you're sleeping on the main man himself, Yuji Yang, who plays for the Dinos, the 193 weighted runs created plus. Wait a Elvin. minute. He's slashing 361, 457, 657 slugging percentage. Yuji Yang is is on fire.
0: Time out. Correct me if I'm wrong. We're still doing the entire organization. Can we nominate Swole Daddy?
2: <laughs> well, the th- <laughs> I don't think he has a 1.1 OPS. <laughs> no, but
0: he's swole. He's big. Dude's- LJ, also, yeah.
2: Bak- Bako Kang has a has – a, I can't believe that I'm making a, an argument about a player on the KT Wiz <laughs> at, at 1230 night. But, LJ, his BABIP is 435. There, he is getting extremely lucky. I can tell you right now that Bako... He's not a brilliant... I have not seen a single at-bat of this player ever, and I can tell you that that his season right here is an outlier with his 186-weighted runs created plus. No, no, that's... I, he, I mean, he's hitting 385 with a 488 on-base percentage. He's clearly doing something right at the plate.
0: How about... Um, Jun-Hun-Beck... Jin- Jin- for the uh, Lions, 217 ERA, over 100 innings.
2: LJ, how about Jose P- Pirela? That, this guy used to play on the Yankees like in 2012. <laughs> he has over a 900 OPS. But no, I have to check out these, these, these pitchers here in a minute. Hold on. Uh, Dan Straley. Really, I
0: forgot Dan Straley was in the game. still
2: yeah. like the best pitcher in the league. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um, Andrew, Andrew L. J. Andrew Suarez is genuinely the best pitcher in the league this year.
0: We talk about all of these guys, completely omitting the fact that at the end of the day, we're still going to pick Bartolo Colon from this
2: group. Other than of the, all the fact international that, players, other than the fact that Andrew Suarez has a 2.94 WHIP this year after sucking it up with the actually he was good with the giants last year but hopefully he comes back who else any other names on here i like i don't know i guess uh young po co is having a pretty good year for the kt whiz as well uh case per nine ariel miranda 11.68 damn um
0: but yeah, I think we can agree. Actually, let's make this the last um, yeah. plot that we wrap up. Do we want to go with somebody from the KTO KBO? Otherwise, I think the two front runners would be Bartolo Colon in the in whatever I forget the name of the Mexican league, or uh, Masahiro Tanaka. Uh.
2: So. I think we should just go with Bartolo just because
0: cuz he's Bartolo gone.
2: because he's Bartolo. Oh, uh, actually I'll I'll take a look in the Mexican League if there's anyone who's just like absolutely killing it. Hold on. Let me go on baseball reference cuz I know they have it. But for the Padres we're taking Tatis, right? Yes. Okay so uh I like that. That should be a good uh so what we got through four teams.
0: I think so. Does that include the international slot? Uh
2: yeah, right. No, yeah. five.
0: Yeah, Seven. we did White Sox, Pirates, Dodgers, Padres, international.
2: Well, that is
0: Next week, we will pick up with the Rockies.
2: Love it. Uh, all right, LJ, I have some – let me see here. I think I can get some Mexican League stats for us. Okay. Uh, actually, no. This just brought up all – every single league. But according to this, Mac McKisson – In the NCAA hit 490 this year. So good for you. And some dude in the Sooner Athletic Conference, which is NAIA, uh, had an OPS of 1629. So there you go. Love it. But all right. uh, That's going to wrap it up for this show. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to uh, check out Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok at MLB Daily Pod and play the trivia game on our Twitter. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.
0: See you manana.
1: there.